All right, guys. Welcome to Church and Other Drugs. How's everybody doing on this fine Monday? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing well. It's my day off. This is what I do on my days off um, and try to get my cat fixed. So if, if anybody remembers the great Luna debacle, she used to invade our recordings every month. She was in heat with just yowling out of control. And now we got a new kitten who is just journeyed into womanhood and is doing the same thing. And it's unreal. All right. Unreal people. Um... So a couple house cleaning things first. We got a new patron, Ellie Gale. Thank you so much for the kind email. Um, enjoy the stickers. And I'm still trying to add you to the Facebook group. So accept my friend request and then I'll add you to that group. Um, I think that's about it, really. Um, oh, so... To the uninitiated, so today, without further ado, we're bringing you Dirty Mike Part 5. Um, I would, if you haven't heard Dirty Mike Parts 1 through 4, go back and give them a listen. Dirty Mike is my, probably my oldest friend in sobriety. We were in rehab together about 13 years ago, almost 14 years ago now. Um, he stayed sober the entire time, and he probably has... Uh, outside of Elon Musk, he probably has the most interesting life that I've ever encountered. And uh, people always ask me, is all the stories he tells true? Yes, absolutely. He's not one to make shit up. Uh, he did say that after this episode, he was like, people are definitely going to think I'm making stuff up. But take it as my word, he's legit, man. It's also his birthday today, which was unplanned. But happy birthday, Dirty Mike. And everybody, just enjoy Dirty Mike Part 5. Church and other drugs. My name is Jed. Hey, I'm Dirty. And we are finally doing Dirty Mike Part 5. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Part 5. Um, Dirty, what's been up, man? Man, just uh, <clears throat> been working a lot. Been um, doing a lot of overtime. And a lot of, you know, a lot of times I'm that guy that's like, you know, treating overtime like a, like a vampire. I'm like I got the I'm getting the garlic out and the cross and everything, but uh, here lately I, I've actually been, you know, kind of liking it, but still it's just I'm just been worn out, man. Just working six days, sometimes seven days a week, and just lots of hours. 
It'll also, so when this comes out, it is uh, Dirty's birthday, so happy birthday, Oh, well, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, it'll come out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So happy birthday. <laughs> he is 26. <laughs> He's not 26. No. Uh, I will leave it to him to disclose his age or not. Um, all right, so... Fuck. Yeah. So today, we're just going to do some story times, man. Um, what do you want to start with? So we talked about near-death experiences... On the last show, and you said that you had some interesting ones, so that might be a good jumping off place. Yeah, um, I really just have uh, two that really come to mind that, like, where I feel like there was, like, some kind of divine intervention, actually, that, like, I more than kind of think was divine intervention, where had it not happened, I probably wouldn't be here. You, you've piqued my interest. Yeah, so uh, let's see, the first one, uh, when I was 11, 12, and anyways, pre-teen, early teens, me and this buddy of mine, Sean, we used to go down and we'd uh, we'd hang out by the railroad tracks and uh, hang out under the bridge and shit, by the creek. The, the good old days of free-range parenting. Yeah, yeah. What? Where's your 11 year old? He is by the train tracks. Yeah, He's on the. Yeah, I did that I mean, too. We were playing in the woods. We had a fort and shit in the woods, yep. and there was uh, jumps and stuff. And you know, I mean, there was there was reasons to be but, back there that a parent could be like, oh, okay, yeah. But before Fortnite, we had forts at night right. in the woods. <laughs> so, and uh, so we would just hang out down there, and then. Um, we one day we decided we were gonna uh, wait for a train to come by and hop on it and just you know at, ele- ride. at eleven years old. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, but but the thing is, <clears throat> so the trains would come in and there was like a a, a train yard. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Like not that far down from where we were okay, at. So it'd be a short trip. So yeah, and a lot of times they'd be slowing down. They would at least slow down significantly before they got there. Now sometimes they came by where we were. They were going too fast to even get on. And uh, some of them were going fast enough. We probably shouldn't have got on them, but we did because those were the fun ones too. You sure. Know? Anyways, you jump. We'd uh, we'd run alongside of it and uh, jump onto the bars usually. Uh, there usually wasn't like one of those open box cars that's yeah. like you know you could find. That's a little more on. stereotypical, right? Right. And a lot of times those are those are high. Those are a little harder to get into than they. I mean, there was like a quite a slope on the side of this uh, yeah. rail yeah, yeah, road yeah, yeah. too. So like grabbing the ladder was one thing, but like you know getting up in it, and then yeah, we weren't trying to like you know grow across country or anything. Yeah. We were just doing what we called surfing the tracks. We'd rock. <laughs> 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 Surfing the tracks. Yeah, we, right? had, we we didn't have a beach and waves and shit. You know, we just we had and, gravel and yeah. trains and yeah. diesel and steel. Yeah, that is a Texas. <laughs> All right, yeah, you go. So we would jump on it, and you would go across one bridge, and then there was, uh, like I think there was a separation, and then there was like another bridge, and we would usually ride across both of them, and not long before it would get to where it would start slowing down more, we would jump off and run, you know, run back, chill out, wait for the train to pass all the way, and then go back across, you know, whatever. Okay. Anyway, so we had been doing this for a while, and it's a, it's a rush, you know, because like, you know, you, you could die, and like, yeah. we're like, <laughs> <laughs> with the bridge we're going over, like, it's... 
there's a good 35, 40 foot drop at the highest point, you know. Onto uh, what? Nothing? Dirt? Uh, no, there was a creek underneath there, but it was like shallow thin, and like yeah, rocks yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A creek. Mostly like <laughs> a creek. concrete rocks that like, you know. Train runoff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyways, it, anyway, yeah, it was definitely uh, a little bit death defying. And so it was exciting. And uh, so anyway, well, one day we were hanging out down there and, uh, you know, just smoking. And I, I, I don't think we were even drinking this day, though, but just smoking cigarettes, you know. And um, it, sometimes we didn't even have that. We would just be like smoking dried pine needles, you know, yeah. and roll it up. But Did you ever smoke hemp? We did. Like hemp necklaces? No. Uh-uh. We, uh, we totally cut up... Uh, if you'll remember Andrew, the preacher's kid from like episode three, it was me and him that did this. We cut up a uh, a hemp necklace and we used a Coke can bong, so we poked holes into the Coke can, you know, on top and yeah. loaded it up with shredded up hemp and like just smoked. Oh God, it was the harshest thing you oh, can man, imagine, dude. It was awful. No, I, I've smelled hemp rope burning though, Ugh. and like that's it was awful. I can only imagine like hitting that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pine, dried pine needles, it tastes kind of good. I mean, it's harsh as a mofo, and the smoke is black. Yeah. But if you hold in anything, you know, it's probably yeah, just yeah, from yeah. simply holding our breath or from the lack carbon, of oxygen, but we would catch a buzz. Carbon sorta. monoxide poison buzz, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the good ones. It was cool, yeah. you know? Okay, yeah. so y'all were smoking pine needles. Yeah, maybe so. Okay. And um, anyways, so the train was coming, and this one was moving a bit faster. And um, I went first. We were standing next to each other, and I started running, and uh, I tried to grab on, but I, I missed it. it. It passed me too fast, and so I stayed running alongside of it to grab the next one. Well, I'm watching the train, and I don't realize that I'm getting close to like either stop or you're about to go over the side, because it the like there was a... Oh, yeah, yeah. The way it, the bridge was, there was a... So you'd be hanging on the outside of the train, basically dangling over the ravine. Exactly. Okay. If, yeah. you, if you didn't bail out by a certain point. Right. But gotcha. if uh, if uh, if I had just kept running, I, like right when the bridge starts, there's like a concrete wall that goes next to it that's like adjacent to it, basically, uh-huh. or perpendicular to it. And uh, I, it, that's just about a, I don't know, from there... 10, 12 foot drop, but still, you know, you don't want to fall yeah. down there either. Not going to feel good. Anyways, but I I managed to grab a hold of, of the ladder just before that, but I slipped and I, I ended up on the bottom rung and I'm, and then instantly I'm like over the open, I'm like hanging oh, off God. the bridge. So you've entered a Mission Impossible scene at this at this yeah. point. Yeah. Oh and no. It's uh yeah. So I'm like I'm holding onto this bottom rung, and I'm just being drug along the side of the of the bridge, and like is it my like pants friction are, ripping it? And stuff? No, but it's close. I mean, I'm making contact with it, like I'm bumping it. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? But like. I'm not just like being drug it, but so, but I, I'm trying to. I try to pull my leg up, and I'm freaking out though, like because like <laughs> I'm only with every like. I mean, I'm just getting higher and higher off the ground steadily. You know, like the drop is increasing, and um, 
I'm like trying to pull my, I tried to pull myself up and I would lift my leg to try to, I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to get the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I'm watching this big fucking like iron wheel right in front of my my face just rolling over and I'm like, I'm, I'm. trying to pull my and I would get my leg up pretty high and like I, I I like bump the fucking iron and shit you know wheel I'm like I'm just freaking out dude and uh my, my friend's like oh fuck my buddy Sean's just like freaking out over there he's like oh my god I can hear him just like freaking out and I'm anyways I'm trying to pull myself up and I look ahead and there's like a plank like yeah, like extending out. Out that's from about to, the to side knock of the your ass yes. off of the train. Right, and you could walk from it, like connected to where the track was. Yeah, on the side of the bridge. Anyways, it's probably like a maintenance plank. Yeah, or like a, a, a light sure. hanging or something. Well, that's coming up on you know pretty fast, and um, I'm like looking at this, and I'm thinking, this is it. Oh, you know what I mean? Because like I wasn't able to pull myself up. This is gonna knock me off. You're all high um, on pine needles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, I just, I was like, fuck, man. Ugh. And uh, so I'm struggling to pull myself up, and I'm getting ever closer to it, man. And like, anyways, the next thing I know, I'm looking ahead, and there's, I just see the end of the bridge. And I'm like, I, I kind of look back like this over one of my left, my left arm and, and I see it's the behind, plank. the plank is behind me. So I'm remembering now. And I'm still hanging <sighs> on the bottom of the ladder rung. You know what I mean? On the side of the, uh, so basically, car. so the, the, the miracle here is that you essentially either I passed out that, look, Adrenaline. Let's, let's play. Yeah, let's play devil's advocate of what could be a rational explanation of, of what could have happened. A non-miraculous exploit, like what could have happened. I miraculously got further up on the ladder, where I wasn't dragging along the side of the bridge, and rode by it, and then fell again and <laughs> grabbed the bottom. Yeah. Wow. That's what did you? Th- that's crazy. That's crazy. No, at the at the time, I knew it was a fucking miracle. Okay. I only later did I ever question, like, man, did, did maybe it wasn't like I what thought. What about did or... your buddy see? Okay, so I get to the end of the bridge, and I I I roll off. Uh, I'm able to raise myself up enough to get past that little concrete, concrete embankment. Yeah, and I I roll off the down the little uh, slope where you go up the rail to the tracks yeah anyways i roll down that and i'm exhausted though <laughs> i'm like i'm just worn out man and i i laid there for a second just like re, you know just trying to get yeah. my getting your bearings back. yeah man I, and so i i sit i lay down there just and the train passes and i get back up and i mean i'm just like haggard you know what i mean i'm just i'm beat up yeah you know i'm bruised and like bleeding and shit and like it's just you know uh, I, and I just man I've been through it and I'm just like dragging ass back across this fucking bridge on the railroad track just 
walking along and I, I see, I look and I see my buddy and he's just got his face just buried in the rocks. Oh. His face, he's got his nose like buried into the little rocks that are on the side of the tra- uh, train track and he's just wailing, just crying. And I get... Uh, he's uh, he's I, tearing his cloak and wailing in public. Dude, yeah. he, was, he was freaking... <laughs> um, we were best friends, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, we like, did everything He's together. thinking like, what What am I going to tell... Uh, the cops. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. And um, did he think you were a ghost, dude? So when I get back across the the bridge, and he he senses, he's like, he looks up and he, I swear to God, he had this startled look on his face, like, what the fuck oh is going on? Like he just like he knew at some point he he told me he quit watching because wow. he knew he knew what was coming. What I knew. Yeah. That I was, the plank was going to, I was getting to that plank and it was going to either rip me in half, you know, t- break my body and everything or like knock me off and I was going to fall to my death. Are we, onto s- a better, are we completely certain that you didn't die on that day and you have been some sort of physical, <laughs> living, a, living a ghost dream, living a, bo- a ghost dream. I'm convinced. Well that, so that's awesome. Yeah. What was the other one? So, what? Well, and just a quick uh, summation of that one. Have you ever talked to your friend about that one since? Well, that day, like it was, like in later in life. Uh, no, no. We need to call this I, dude. <laughs> I, I went and saw him. Uh, like we stayed friends for for a good few years after that, until. Like, we both partied and drank and did drugs and stuff together because we both started kind of getting into that kind of together a little bit. But (laughs) he wasn't going into it as far as I was. And uh, he saw how it was doing, how I was doing with it. And he kind of pulled back from me. Yeah. And uh, his parents kind of knew what was going on, so I really wasn't allowed over there anymore. And then, like, it was just... I feel like it's a Final Destination and thing. He had, where he had like, even reported me to my mom. He reported what I was doing to my mom, and his mom called my mom, and they're like, he's taking acid, and he's oh, taking wow. all this, and we're pretty sure, you know, this and that, and he's... <laughs> he's smoking pine trees. Oh, fuck all! <laughs> Bastards! <laughs> So, he's so the imprint, you dirty motherfucker. Chill out, man. So my ferrets are out, and during this, he wandered over and just bit the fire out of dirty. Sorry about that. Go back. Go, go, you. Uh, sorry. (laughs) That's he got you good. The trick is you don't pull away. That's what we figured out. You, You like smash him towards it. It's kind of like a uh, like an alligator. I remember when you got bit by that daegu. Ooh, that was bad, yeah, dude. Was, that was that was, that was bad. Little, and those things got like yeah, those are some. Oh, nice it, it got infected teeth. instantly, instantly. I had a, a I had Chilean rats. They're called daegus. Um, they're adorable. Google them. D e g u. And uh, they were fighting one day. Two, I had two of them, and I just stuck my hand in there to break up the fight like a genius. Man, and they just. Like bit the hell out of my index finger, and immediately, oh, that thing was so swollen. Immediately, up. it just swelled up like triple the size. And I googled like, "Do I need to go to the hospital?" And it was a unanimous like, "Go, go now!" now. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go get rabies and all that shit. It was bad. 
Fun times. But you'll be alright. Fun times in Spanish town. Yep. Good times. Um, so what was the next one? But Well, I guess that was the next one. You just almost died from ferret bite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, let's see. I, uh, this was around the time that, uh, I had, let's see. I was starting to go to, uh, that church. Remember? Like, uh, that Pentecostal church and everything. Uh-huh. Anyways. Uh, man, I might have been staying with the Weldons already at that point. You know, like, my, th- my mom may have kicked me out already. I think, yeah, she totally had. My mom had kicked me out. I was living with the Weldons. And we had Bible study this night. But, um, uh, Amy, uh, had to go do something. I forget what it was. Anyway, so... Refer back to Dirty Mike, I think probably part two for the the Weldons, how how he, um, got kicked out of mom's house. And so, uh, it was me, Amy, her brother Howard, who was like one of my best friends at the time, and one of my other best friends, um, Mike, uh anyways uh who's he's he's dead now but um anyway we uh there was four of us in his Camaro which he hadn't had that long and um so he was still like pushing it to see you know mm-hmm. he was still you know like an 18 year like a 17 year old with a f- Camaro you yeah. know what i mean like <clears throat> Tested, so, testing the limits. Yeah. So we were headed back to go to Bible study, actually. We were on our way to a Bible, to the Bible study back at the house. And we're going down 1960 on the north end of Houston. Uh, well, more like, uh, uh, kind of like Humble area, almost. Anyways, spring kind of. But anyway, we are hauling ass down 1960. Like... Way beyond the speed limit. Like, we were doing... I I had looked at the speedometer at one point. I know we had gone over 110. Which you shouldn't be doing on 1960 anywhere. There's very few places you should be doing over 110. But I don't know. I know he was still... Mojave Desert. He was still gaining speed at this point. Okay. So we are barreling down, and we're coming up. I mean, it's a good distance off, but shit's not as far anymore when you're going that goddamn fast. Uh-huh. And so we see a light, and it's green. <laughs> that, like, should, that should be a physics principle. Like, <laughs> shit, don't be that far away when you're going that goddamn fast. <laughs> right. So we're looking at the light, and because we're all like, like, okay, stay green, obviously. Like, this would be a bad time for the light to change. <sighs> sure enough... The light went to yellow. And where we are in relation to this traffic light and how fast we are going, we all had that same just understanding at that moment. Like, you could see the look on everybody's face. Stopping is out of the question. There was a meeting. Like, we all had that very obvious understanding that there was no stopping. Like, that (laughs) motherfucker was turning red, and we was going to be passing through it. That's all there was to it. You know what I mean? And uh, there's, you know, like... Just, uh, that's a, yeah, not anywhere on 1960, that's a, anywhere that's a bad idea to do, but, uh, there, it's, it's pretty busy. It can be pretty busy. And, um, 
Anyways, we see it go to yellow, and we're like, oh, fuck. And as God is my witness, it did not go to red. It went back to green. No way. It never it turned. Ever, no way. Swear to God. As, and we all saw it, bro. Like, And we weren't on nothing. We were all so. There was we no so pine, no pine needles. No pine needles. No, no, no way, yes, dude. Yes, we we were on our way to Bible study, man. Swear to God, bro. Did y'all talk about it? Yeah, yeah. We were like, did, did y'all you, testify did you see, did you, on Sunday did you, did you, morning about that? that? Well, to testify, we oh, had yeah. to have been yeah. like, so Mike was all in ass, <laughs> and then Mama Weldon would have been over there being like. See, y'all ain't riding with him no more. You know yeah, what I mean? and uh, by the way, congratulations to congregation member Josh Wing. Uh, his son just got his, his learner's permit, so uh, enjoy the story, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah. We, Damn, we that's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, and I've never in my life seen a light go. Yeah, from, from yellow green to green to yellow, and just back to green, and that is uh, out of the ordinary. Yes, correct. So, so speaking, all right. So speaking of- at the time, I had to ask myself, like, okay, wait, I, they're getting pretty technologically advanced. Did they, did they like Did they have some that, kind of sensor? Yeah, that like, like we'll, okay, we'll this kill. car will not pat, will not yeah. stop in time. I don't know, and like, I doubt it. I've never heard of anything. I haven't either. I've Uh, never seen anything like that happen. Congregation, if anybody works for the highway uh, and traffic department, send me an email: churchandotherdrugs@gmail.com. Let me know if that is actually possible outside of some sort of error. That's pretty cool. All right. So speaking, transferring on the topic of death, uh, you were addicted to Ouija boards. Yes. Yeah. Um, For a little while. It, it, it well, it was it was over a, a month or so, maybe a couple. couple uh, yeah. So how does an evangelical uh, uh, train track riding, Camaro <laughs> driving, pine needle smoking, good boy, uh, get addicted to Ouija boards? Okay, so um, we were all uh, let's see. So it was pretty much the same group. Of people that were in the car, minus Mike, who was driving. Uh, so it was me and Amy, Howard, and our our buddy Buzz was there. <laughs> Buzz. You don't hear that name very very often these no. days. That's what his parents called him. That's, that's oh, what yeah, his mother yeah. called him. Yeah. They were like super hippies, too, anyways. But anyhow, uh, so yeah. It was, uh, it was at least us four there. And we were just... You know, we were crap. We were all uh, having a sleepover, basically, just chilling over at uh, Amy and Howard's place. And um, Buzz was like, "You know, hey, let's um, let's play with this Ouija board." How old were y'all? Or well, not. Uh, let's see. So at that time, I would have been seventeen, I think. Okay. Alrighty. So Howard says, bust out the weege. Yeah, and uh, actually, this leads up to everybody getting into church. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, yeah. so this is the prequel. This was this was like, this is the, it wasn't a whole lot longer after this that we all kind of ended up going to realized church. Realized that we need Jesus. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So um, anyways, 
uh, our buddy Buzz was just like, hey, uh, y'all want to, y'all ever done Ouija board stuff? And we're all like, you know, flat, like, whatever, you know, like, I'll indulge you. Yeah, I'll bite. Yeah, we're not doing anything else. We can play this little game, you know, and it'll be interesting to see how, you know, you try to fuck with us. Because he was a slick motherfucker, you know what I mean? Yeah. He always was. My mom read it from the moment she ever met him, too. She was like, this... Uh oh, no, this dude's slick, you know what I mean? Like, anyways, never did like him instantly. Uh, but, so yeah, uh, I was like, well, you know, so he, you know, we didn't bring out, like, um, what is it, uh, the people that make the Monopoly game? Uh, Parker Brothers. This wasn't like a Parker's Brother Ouija board thing. It was a homemade. Yes, yeah, it was a homemade. Oh. So, your boy got, like, uh, a hunk of cardboard or something, I think it was, or, anyways, and he just, Wrote out, you know, A through M, N through Z, yes, no, uh, some numbers on there. Anyways, and then, you know, I, uh, we all, like, pricked ourselves or whatever, put some blood on the board. Whoa. You know, I, that's where I would have... Uh, that's all part of the game. You I, know I, I mean? did not know that that was part of the game. Uh, is that I, part of the? I don't that, know. I don't that, know. That'd be hilarious. We didn't read like an instructional. This was Buzz just being that's, like, "This is what you do." Wow, dude, that's gnarly as hell. I, I hope <laughs> the park, like on the second page of the instructions, it comes with like, "Take out your Parker Brothers uh, needle." <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, do not share the pen. You know. Right. Find it. That's po- the, the now the pre nineteen eighties. They they probably had to recall those because you, you might yep. share the same needle. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So y'all. All right, so you uh, put your blood on the board. Yeah, and then um, we just started messing around on it, man. And um, he was, you know, he sounded like he had been doing it a little bit. And uh, he was like, you know, well, there's this spirit that I talk to, you know. And it's... uh, Once again, that's where Aunt Jed is out. (laughs) (laughs) And he said his his name was Ray and um, whatever. Anyways, so... We all put our hands on this, and, you know, Howard's got this super, like, whatever, like, just play along kind of look on his face, and Amy's like, hey, you know, hey, what do I know? Maybe, you know, and I'm like, this is all, I'm just playing along, well, this, this, this is fun, maybe, whatever. So, uh, Buzz starts asking questions and stuff, and, um... Some of it was kind of like, okay, okay. And then he's trying to convince us that this is real, though, which makes me even more skeptical. But then he's like, uh, Buzz was like, okay, so what's something that you know that not everybody else would know? Uh, and, and keep it to yourself. Right. Okay. And so then... I, I forget what the exact questions were and stuff, but I remember there was a couple, there was a few of them, man, where you would have had to have no information and, and, so, and then and so use what? that so, information about me and do like math and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so it was like, so you would have the answer in your head and then y'all yes. would ask it collectively. What is the answer to yes. Mike's question? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ugh. And Jeez. It, it started coming out like shit was right. You know, which what did it? So what did it feel like? So the if y'all are unfamiliar, the idea of Ouija is y'all the whole time. I'm just like this dude. No, 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 no. I'm saying 
The idea of Ouija is you put your hands on the little uh, pointer cursor, cursor, and it moves to the answer. So, like, what did it feel like? Did was it literally like a polarizing force pushing your hands into the answers? Um, so, th- at that time, I, I, I didn't feel anything. You just kind of except, went with what everyone was doing. Yeah, I okay. felt like I was just letting my hand follow well, whoever. What, whoever was doing the pulling. Probably Buzz, okay. you know, in my mind, you All right. know. But whatever, I'm indulging him. Yeah, you know, because friends do. Yeah, they cut themselves and put blood on yeah, something. Exactly. No, no MBD dog. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. So, um, anyways, uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, okay. But in the back of my mind, I'm actually kind of like, maybe there's something to this. By the time we're done, I'm like, mm, well. Uh, fast forward, maybe it was the next week or something, or a few days later, we, we, we were bucking around with it all again. And, um, this time, um, we have the room darker and it, you know, it's, it's dark outside and everything. And, uh, you know, we're really trying to get, set the mood and everything. Set the mood, and I, yeah. And, um, so we start doing it, man. And I don't remember... Anything really else about this particular night except that I can I can still see it in my mind, just as clear as I saw it then. Um, so there was one window in the room, and the light showed onto the side of the room where Howard's door was. Light from what? The moon? Street lights? What? Street lights. Okay. Okay. But I was anyway the the wall that the window is in that uh-huh. goes down that's the the window is actually in that wall uh-huh. further down it that side of the room is just it's way it, darker it's like the darkest part of the room sure okay okay and there's there's no light that shines upon it or that's coming from an angle that would cast a shadow onto that part of the wall. Right. Like so lights coming through the window shining on the opposite wall. Right. The wall adjacent and to the even, window is completely pitch black. Yeah, it, and actually, there's no source actually of light. three of the walls are getting some light and yeah, and except from for that the wall window, that, the, that got, the window is actually in. Got you. Um we're teaching y'all physics yet, yet again. <laughs> so so um so uh man we were me- we were messing around, and uh, I just I got this this chill feeling, you know, and it felt like I don't know, man, just you know, it was, it was a dark feeling, and uh, I look, and on the wall where there should be no shadow, there. There is a darker shadow than the blackness oh. Oh. that is on the wall. This is darker. Like it's oh. a different like it's a different kind of black even, man. Yeah. Like it was just it was a deeper like just I I don't know, dude. Like and it was Yeah, I've it seen. was almost shapeless, but like semi anthropomorphic or like beastly in a way. Like Kind of like maybe broad, wide shoulders and like sort of a, a, I don't know, man. 
once again uh, at this point, Jed no is clear out. shape. Jed is out. But it just moved across the wall and kind of paused, and then you know, but. And I look, and I'm looking around trying to think what would be casting a shadow over there. That And, and already I'm like, that's not like shadow yeah. kind of darkness. You know what I mean? And uh, I was like, oh. and But like the, another crazy thing about it is, is like previous to this, we're all looking different directions. Because we're all on different sides of the board. Like, right. But we all simultaneously look, look at the to shadow. the shadow. Oh, and we're like, oh. well, needless to say, we were done that night. Okay. For that night anyway. Yeah. Well, um, after that, uh, collectively, we never did it again. But, uh, I don't know, a week or a couple weeks had gone by, and I was just chilling at home, and, uh, you know, uh, might have smoked some weed or been drinking a little bit or whatever, just chilling. And um, I was like, oh, you know. So. Uh, a little weed and Ouija, you know, a little weed and Ouija, dude. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, yeah, I figured I just got out a little piece of cardboard and wrote one out, got me another little piece of cardboard, folded it, cut it with some scissors to make a little hole for the cursor in it and then just you know slice my palm drip a little blood. yeah put a little blood on it and um Ugh. i just sat there and like at first i more felt like i was halfway i know there was more involvement in me moving my hand like maybe there had been some sort of a compul- compulsion of sort from an outside force but i felt like there was still Somehow, like, my own mind was in my hand. Okay. But as time went on, I, and it got to where I was doing this on the daily. Like, uh, you know, I, I was... What were It the, was kind of like... It was like drugs in a yeah, way, man. What, like what I were was, the rewards? Well, as I started to feel more like my hand... Like, something else was moving my hand... You know what I mean? And the responses seem to be more, like, real. Ugh. Like, making everything more real to me. Uh, but, the, but the most of it was the feeling that I got. It was like this, um... There was a slight bit of a full-body euphoria that started to grow. You know? And it, that, you know, give me anything euphoric. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, a- you know... And just like anything else that I'd ever done that made me feel like that, I, I was sneaking off and doing it, man. Like, I would be at school and I would go to the bathroom and sit there and, like, you know what I mean? Like, any wow. anytime I could get away from other people, like, I might, you know, whip out a little something, you know? And I, I would just, little cardboard. Sometimes I even carried it in my pocket with me and I would just unfold it and sit there and, you Whoa. know? Like, it wasn't anything that I was just, like, doing with other people or anything. Like, I started to feel stuff. And... I felt a power in it, man. What were you asking it? Just just arbitrary shit? Yeah, or? at first I didn't have a whole lot of inspiration except I was just fucking around. You know what I mean? And then it was... But it... Uh, so my... You know, trying to contact with um, lost loved ones. Oof. And my, my dad had passed away not too long before this. So, you know, there was that. Did you get a response? Um... Uh, 
not nothing really that ever made me go. That's okay, him. I'm talking to my dad. Okay, but but I feel like I was talking to some sort of ent- spiritual entity, be it a demon or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I, I you know I, I don't know yeah, something something spir- something was communicating with me. Didn't really have all the answers. Couldn't answer me as those people actually would. But could like, go, I don't know, have Ugh. enough information to get close, something close enough to make me like keep, you know, uh, yeah, to keep like, you hooked, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I'm just like imagining, like, I'm just imagining it from whatever that is point of view. Like, it got more yeah. and more to where I would almost feel like something, something was holding my elbow, like something would be pushing my arm, like, like. And the more and more I did it, the more of a, 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 a force and a pressure even I would feel from what, dude, I don't know, man. It was just, and it was, it was addictive. And, um, I mean, okay, so here's the thing to me, um, for somebody, if, if you don't believe in God or spiritual shit, okay, I, I, I get it. You don't want to, you know, you don't believe in like uh, witchcraft and the occult and all that. Okay. You know? But if you believe in the Bible, if you believe in God, if you believe in any of that, um, you almost have to, in my mind, believe that this shit is real. Because, I mean, the Bible talks about it. Yeah. There's the story of uh, King Saul. The Witch of Endor. Yeah. Yeah. And he had, uh, King Saul had banished all of the uh, the witch doctors. Yep. Uh, from, from the area, from... Everywhere around that they had control over, and uh, and he had to sneak in disguise. Yeah, to... because the, the prophet Samuel had died, and he wanted some uh, some kind of insight or advice on whether or not to attack some certain people or whatever. Some some war advice, you know, because that's what you know. Some, yeah. a lot of times the prophet Samuel would, would be given him. Uh, anyways. So the Bible says that he went to this witch doctor, the the witch and, of Endor. The, yep. Yeah, and the witch, you know, but now she realized who he was after a little bit of time. But um, anyways, she, the Bible doesn't say, and she made it seem as though, or she did some kind of trickery, and Saul thought that Samuel had come, and no. or like she put on, you know, whatever, or like she got terrified. Yeah, and then. The Bible says, and then Samuel came. You know what I'm saying? And there's the debate whether it was something in the form of Samuel. I have heard some theological debate because, like, the witch herself was so scared because she was like, "Whoa, what the what the hell is this? Like, this wasn't supposed to work." Type of thing. But what if my Bible says, and then Samuel came? Basically, yeah, you know. That's a little bit of an ad lib, but it says, and Samuel came and appeared to him. Yeah, and then he's like, he's like. Uh, Samuel's like, look at here. Uh, so what the fuck are you doing right now? You didn't even want to listen to me when I was alive, but you're going to come and wake me up from my eternal slumber. I'm over here chilling with Moses and the boys. And you want to come and ask me this shit when I tell you stuff before and you'd be like, you know, just do whatever you want. So why are you even here asking me anyway? You know what I mean? Which is like, very true. You know what I mean? It's like, well, so tell me, uh, tell me, and how did so? How did it stop? What was the last straw? So, uh, yeah, um, 
I had started to have more interest in like all kind of like you know just spiritual stuff, and like I I I, I you know still believed in God and I you know I believed in Jesus and all that stuff and everything and so, anyways just uh I was just sitting on my bed one day man and um I was playing with the Ouija board thing that I had made and I was like uh man you know I was like if I can contact you know spiritual entities and stuff i was like i wonder if i could you know talk to jesus on here yeah you know so um i like you know did the little thing and uh put my hand on it and just sat there and i said you know uh i called on jesus you know uh, or i said i said anyways i was like are you here or whatever and and then uh, the cursor started to move and uh, I said I said who 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 is this who's here and the cursor moved up and it went to S and then it went again and it went to A and then it went to T and then it went to A, and I, I just, I was like, I threw it. I, I, like, in my mind, it was only one of the places where, like, there was only one place it was going after that. Like, it was headed for the end, and I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't need to get that to that point. Like, I don't know. Do, do you think, do you think it's possible that, that if so, if, like, that Jesus just threw you a bone and was like, I'm going to scare this kid to never do this again? Who knows, man? That's all. Aw- that, that, that would be the greatest I would it's like, love it. Here's the it, thing I'm pretty sure of is that like I'm sure Satan's schedule is pretty busy. Right. So and I'm sure not- he has bigger like, you know, pots going in the kitchen <laughs> than to worry about some little stoner that's like trying to talk to Jesus on a Ouija board, you know? Yeah. Like, he's 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 messing with Saddam Hussein. He's like, Give me a second, Saddam, I'll be right back. <laughs> right, man, we gotta, I, I gotta, we gotta we do got a kid outside of Houston. I, I, I gotta troll this kid. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be good. You'll love it. You'll love it. Uh I I, I would I so because it is interesting that you asked to talk to Jesus, and then that was your response, and that's what shut you down on it. So maybe it was a little like divine intervention that was like, let's just scare the piss out of old Mike real quick and uh, get him to never mess with that shit again. So, and I brought that up because I've had groups of I, it, a the some of the um, people or some of the clients I work with. Um, I've noticed like. It's getting real popular and trend like Satanism is kind of getting uh, trendy again. And then I have some friends that deal with uh, Ouija boards too, and they've said like the same thing of like it's kind of addictive. And it, that's the the story always makes. Oh, me you've think heard other people yeah. say that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they've never in like unprovoked like that's just what they're telling me. And I'm always like, just don't. Why are you don't fuck with that shit? Well, come to find out, though. You know how, like, we had all been doing it together at one point? Uh Uh-huh. Well, come to find out, all of us had been doing it solo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did they have similar... Yeah. Well, uh, so, just... In fact, that's how Amy and Howard, uh, their mom had started going to church. Not Kind of, like, just before all that, we started doing that stuff. But they wouldn't have none of that. Like, for one, like... Howard was super atheist, like, you know, like, not just cynically, like, almost bitterly. Yeah. Okay? Like, when people would start to talk about any of that, like, 
it would raise his cackles a bit. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, Amy was just more indifferent to it, but just didn't put any stock into it, you know? And, um, but anyways, uh, when they first started going to church, like, you know, I'd gone and seen them and stuff. And even though we were like a little bit of a, on a different page at, at first, uh, I was still doing my thing and they was like being sober or getting sober and like going to church and all that stuff. And I, I talked to them about it and they were like, they pointed out that as, um, uh, the thing that got them... One of the catalysts, you know, that, like, led them to going to church, you know, and being like, okay, wait a minute. And they just said that, uh, they said there was all kind of crazy stuff that had started going on around the house and, like, uh, just, like, uh, just an inordinate amount of feral cats just hanging, hanging around and stuff, Weird. like, coming into the... Yard, like in the middle of the night, and just like in like a some omen mm, shit. Basically. Yeah, just some like, and just little stuff that like you know all by itself, just like oh you know a little bump in the night kind of but, stuff. But, but as a whole, as a whole together, it's kind of like. Did you ever pray to Satan? No, no, no. You know anyone that has? I've always been. I I really I want to get and this this is feel you know consider this a call if any of you guys out there know anyone that like used to be a satanist i'm really interested to interview them uh yeah always curious cuz my my thing with my thing with um witchcraft and satanism and devil worship and and what have you is like so what was the payoff and were you actually uh getting things done and having things done for you as a result of praying or whatever, worshiping, bloodletting, whatever you're doing. I've never actually talked to anybody that, that uh, seriously, honestly, uh, not tongue-in-cheek, you know, claim to even be into any of that kind of thing. And the one person I, I ever knew that, that, that like, seemed like they might have been legitimately into anything, he went to, uh, he would sometimes go anyway, or so he said, there's a Baphomet church in, in mm-hmm. Houston. Uh, and, uh, you know, but, you know, they, they more, they don't call him Satan, though. They call him Lucifer. Yeah. You know, it's more like Did you a ever- Luciferian kind of a... Did you ever pray for Satan, his salvation? No, not directly, I don't think. I, I've, I've thought, I I've had to, the wonder, yeah. like, you know, could... Yeah, that's, know, that's, that's could the get, big question. It's like, yeah, why the, Why isn't... So, like, why don't... Why doesn't... Yeah, that's, like, the, the big question, if anyone... And I guess the theological answer is because, you know, Elohim or whatever are subject to different rules which uh Mike Kaiser is coming on next week so I will ask him this actually about like why I guess I think it is that the divine council and Elohim and all that are subject to different like rules of salvation or whatever I don't know that was a famous Mark Twain quote though is like uh the every I'm going to paraphrase but like every christian should be vehemently praying for the one sinner that needs it the most uh lucifer and i was like yeah kind of makes sense i guess the answer to it is like, he, like is he, there, he just don't want it i mean i don't know i mean is there 
is there any redemption to be had for him? You know, would, I don't know. Would he want it? I mean, is there? Uh, I don't know. Tune in next week to find out. Um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap it there, dude. Um, until uh, Dirty Mike Part Six. This was just a little good story time. Uh, a little happy birthday wishing, Dirty. Thanks for coming on, and we'll uh, see you next time, bud. Why, 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 why